today, United States officials now have high confidence coronavirus leaked from a lab in China. Huh. If only there was like an alternative media outlet who was reporting that weeks ago. Oh, I don't know, like Blaze TV. Also, uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom announces $125 million in coronavirus relief fund for illegal aliens. Oh, boy. And uh, Maryland's GOP governor requires citizens to wear face masks in public and be careful if you do not comply. You could be imprisoned. We've got a lot coming up and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by conservative commentator Grant Stinchfield in the house, looking dapper as always with one of my favorite jackets. I know you said you like this. I haven't worn it in a while, so I figured why not? I love it. And I did the opposite as you and just wore a t-shirt because I couldn't be bothered to get dressed today. I figured we needed some cheering up, so I'll wear a bright jacket. (laughs) Thank you. Obviously, I did need the cheering up, so thank you. We've also got uh, Yaku Buyens, a fellow of the Falkirk Center, filmmaker and just jack of all trades. Thanks for being here. You, you look dapper as well. Thank you. <laughs> we thought we'd just flank you with some jacket. I right. know. I, well, you know, I just, I figured if I, I'm like, I, I have a t-shirt, but I'll just put a sweater over it. It'll be fine. Looks great. Yeah, you guys out, out, outshining me as always. Uh, so Fox News has now reported, I would like to just say we have a Blaze TV Glenn Beck special from, uh, oh, just a couple weeks ago uh, going over this same thing. But now that the mainstream media has reported it, we can uh, now talk about it as being more official. And Facebook won't demonetize us for sharing our own articles, uh, showing something that is fact. Now it is true, factual. Uh, uh, U.S. officials have high confidence that coronavirus has leaked from a lab in Wuhan. Uh, now, President Trump was asked about this during a, uh, a press briefing, and here is a little bit of what he had to say. John, go ahead. President. Mr. Mr. President, uh, multiple sources are telling Fox News today that the United States government now has high confidence that while the coronavirus is a naturally occurring virus, it emanated from a virology lab in Wuhan, that because of lax safety protocols, an intern was infected, who later infected her boyfriend, and then went to the wet market in Wuhan, where it began to spread. Does that correspond with what you have heard from officials? Well, I don't want to say that, John, but I will tell you uh, more and more we're hearing the story. And we'll see. When you say multiple sources, now there's a case where you can use the word sources, But uh, we are doing a very thorough examination of this horrible situation that happened. Go ahead, please. In your many conversations with President Xi, Mr. President, did you ever discuss with him State Department concerns about lax safety protocols that had been reported to the State Department from the embassy in Beijing about that laboratory? I don't want to discuss what I talked to him about the laboratory. I, I just don't want to discuss it. It's inappropriate right now. Now, uh, this is what I believe Tom Cotton had been saying for several months now. He, again, same as us, had been called a conspiracy theorist. Because, you know, if you say something and the mainstream media doesn't want to report it, they'll just call you a conspiracy theorist and say that the, uh, that the idea has been debunked. Well, apparently this has not been debunked. And uh, the State Department had repeatedly warned that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was not properly managed and that there were serious concerns about coronavirus research that was taking place at the lab that involved bats. Grant, what are your thoughts? Look, I I don't want to toot our own horn here at the News and Why It Matters, but Glenn's special took 
What Sarah, we were saying, and Yako may have been with us, yeah. I I'm talking all the way back to maybe February, maybe February, into yeah. January. January yeah. We had said that this lab had had very, there was a lot of suspicion around this lab. It was too it, coincidental. It was too coincidental. It didn't make sense. We were talking about that way back then. Glenn took what we had said and, and built the case. Um, so we knew this for a long time. Yeah. And China knew it, which is why China is criminal in its, in its actions. And I question, how did this all go down? Why did it all go down? Is it legit that just some intern gets infected and spread it to her boyfriend? I don't even believe anything anymore. Right? I want them to get to the bottom of this. But what is very interesting is, as a former reporter, sources say it's a, it's a get-out-of-jail-free card for reporters to just put whatever they want on TV. The president is very, very critical of them. Do you notice what he said there? He confirmed Fox's report mm -hmm. without doing it. He said, in this case, mm -hmm. you can use sources say. What he was saying was, I know the people you're talking to in government, and yeah, they're right. Yeah, yeah that's, so. that's, that's well said. That's really well said and well played by the president, right? The, the issue I want to highlight here is how slow and how out of touch mainstream media really is. We're talking about in any other business, anything, any other business, if you're a month late, a month behind, you're not on the, you're not on the right boat here. It just shows you that the conservative free press, the media, Blaze, Sarah, the News and White Matters, it's more in touch with the pulse of what's going on than mainstream media. Is it that they're too reluctant to move? or whether they want to verify. I think they're just so in a frenzy of regurgitating news topics and just running the cycle that when reality hits them in the face, they can't even see it mm. and they can't report it. Well, and I also wonder if it's a combination of that and the fact that everything has to be about demonizing the current president. Mm -hmm. So instead of reporting things in an objective light, they'd rather do what they can to spin it against President Trump and give China the free pass, which is what we've seen happen in the last couple of months. I mean, the mainstream media has carried China's propaganda uh, in a way that I never thought that I would see in my lifetime. Yeah, and it's even more than just giving them a free pass. It's literally regurgitating the yeah. Chinese Communist Party talking points. They, they, you have Nancy Pelosi, who'd rather give more money to China and foreign nations and, and these, these groups like the World Health Organization than she would spread money to American citizens. And so this is what we're clearly up against. They cannot stand that the president is leading through this. Why can't they stand it? Because it shows that not only, one, is he a leader, but two, come November, Joe Biden's not leading on anything except leading us into a nursing home, for crying out loud. <laughs> look, look, this is a wartime president. We're at war with the coronavirus. We're, we're in multiple wars, right? This guy is showing, this president is showing that he can walk and chew gum at the same time. We can do multiple things. We can fight multiple things at the same time. They've ridiculed them for it. And every single time they do, it slaps back in their face. Here again, it's from China. Why do you call it the Chinese virus? Are you racist, Mr. President? Oh, sorry, it came from a Chinese lab, right? Can I say too, because I know I'll get, con uh, get accused of being a conspiracy theorist for saying, hey, I want answers about what the motivations were. Yes. Is there any monkey business at all with the spread of this virus? We know that China knew about this yeah. and they knew of human to human transmission long before they let the world know that this was possible. We also know that China basically shut down movement within 
the Chinese country itself, within China itself, and it left the Wuhan airport open to send people back and forth to the United States and the rest of the world. Now, why would you do that if you're shutting down areas inside your own country, but you leave it wide open to go to Europe and the United States? And it took the president to act and say, no, we're not having any more action from from China. Look, and you have to look at the, 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 the after effects, the actions taken by China. You have to go look and see, look, China corporations is owned by the state. Look at how they've gobbled up stock around the world. Just look at it. You know, yes, they could, they could accuse us of conspiracy theories, but you have to ask these questions. Was that airport left open so that the virus would spread, so that a market crashes, so that China can come in? Oh, that's right. They've done that historically in Africa over and over again. They'll devalue a country. They'll choke them to come in and buy at a penny on the dollar. We, we have to start asking these questions. Uh, and it's going to be these platforms that's going to do it. It's not going to be mainstream media. I'm surprised that Fox did this. How did CNN, sorry, Grant, how, how did CNN respond to this? Are they running this story at all? Because they're the ones who said he's a racist. No. Yeah. no, I haven't seen it either. Grant? Well, I, I just want to say, I think it was a week ago here, I was telling you guys about my work trying to, trying to source medical supplies from China, which unfortunately is the only country that's making these. From then, I told you they were doubling and tripling prices. In the course of that week, it's gotten worse. Things that were a dollar and forty cents to get to the United States are now costing seven and eight dollars to get to the United States. The Chinese government is profiting mm-hmm. and gouging the world off the death and despair from a crisis it started. Mm-hmm. That is criminal, and China needs to pay for this. I'm at the point where they need to pay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to California. So Gavin Newsom in California uh, happily announced that the state would be handing out millions of dollars in relief funds to illegal aliens because of the obvious economic devastation caused by coronavirus. He said uh, that the state would contribute $75 million in taxpayer funds and then a network of immigration rights organizations have pledged to raise another $50 million for the fund. Uh, Newsom said every Californian, including our undocumented neighbors and friends, should know that California is here to support them during this crisis. We are all in this together, and illegal aliens will receive a one-time cash benefit of $500 per adult with a household cap of $1,000. Grant, I, that's not a small amount of money, $75 million just in the taxpayer funds. So let's, th- if we could, let's throw the $50 million out the window. Sure. If, if private organizations want to raise money for whatever they want to raise money for, go for it. $75 million in taxpayer funds are going to people who just by being here have broken the law. Are you surprised? Are you, you're not surprised. I'm not surprised, but no. I'm still pissed. And you should be. You should be steaming mad about it. Think about this. <laughs> They reward criminal behavior in yes. California and sadly too many other states across the country. Mm-hmm. You sneak into America, albeit I know that many of them are well-intentioned, okay? I know that some of them just want to send money back to their families. There's a hell of a lot of them that aren't well-intentioned. Mm-hmm. And if you're an MS-13 gang member, what California has now told you is come here, commit your crimes, we're not going to turn you over to anybody, we'll release you out on the streets, you can do whatever you want. And by the way, if our nation falls ill, we'll send you 500 bucks in the process. That's crazy, while Nancy Pelosi's holding up money for business owners and their employees. Mm-hmm. It's right. unbelievable. Right. I want to add to what you're saying. <laughs> there, there, there's, there's a caveat here. This is the same governor that's giving these same illegal aliens driver's license and voter IDs. Mm -hmm. 
against voter rights, but giving them driver's license and they're going to end up voting. Because here's what we found out this morning. They send all of them mailers in the mail saying vote. Now, you're a guy who's here illegally. The government sends you money buying your vote. They give you a, a driver's license, a state document, and then they're sending you a mailer in the mail saying you need to vote. What are they going to end up doing? They're going to vote. Mm-hmm. They're going to vote. This is what it looks like, folks, buying votes. Yeah. I'm telling you. And, and how much of the money actually makes it down to people? I'd like to see. Because in the middle there is a lot of you know, immigration law firms and a lot of hands going to touch that $75 million. And it's taxpayer money. You make a great point. Let's just focus on the taxpayer money. Because mm-hmm. that's taxpayer money. Yeah. You want to have private organizations raise money? You can do that all day long. That's, that's philanthropy. You can do that. So do you see this grant as something more sinister, as, as Yaku said, something more sinister at play, uh, that they're, they're kind of working all of these different parts, maneuvering them together to create a new base of voters? So I think you have two types of liberals. You've got their elected leaders who are sinister. They are devious and they are deceitful and they are solely working for their own interest and power. And they're doing exactly what Yako said. They're buying the votes of illegals and they'll rig the system so illegals can vote. The other set of liberals you have are the blind liberal zombies that, that follow Jeez. blindly like we've all seen on The Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> and, they, and they let them go and they say okay to this. How are you continuing to vote for these kind of policies over and over again as you watch your country go into the tank. Mm. But they do. They're blind liberal zombies and you got deceitful leaders. And that combination is how you get California destroyed. If I may, Sarah, not, not to be long-winded here. This is, this, again, the same governor, the same guy now, 75 million, giving illegals you know, driver's license, etc. This is the same guy who yesterday referred to his state as a nation state. I'm mm. telling you, this is what they're telling their people. They're looking at themselves as we are the nation of California. And in this nation of California, illegals are welcome. Crime is welcome. Oh, by the way, the, the Right to Rest Act, which means you can squat anywhere in public, the homelessness, third world country, this is California for you. And so if you want, if you want that kind of a, an environment, the whole country will look like that. Thank God we're in Texas. So yes, you say that, and, and, and we say this all the time, right? People that are smart in California are leaving in droves. The CEO of companies are coming to Texas, and they're coming to Texas because we have free market principles here. We have a low regulatory system. It is a, it is a state where business can prosper. They bring their employees here, though that don't even understand the reason they fled California Mm -hmm. and they get to Texas and they start voting liberals back in office. This is why we're seeing the state turn purple. Austin is one example. Yeah, for sure. If you want that that kind of uh, liberal policy, go back to California where there's poop all over the streets. We don't want that here. There's a reason why your CEOs are moving to this state. Uh, All right. When we come back, Nancy Pelosi congratulates Senate Democrats on stalling for uh, $250 billion in small business aid programs while showing off her gourmet ice cream in her like $11,000 fridge. Uh, Got a lot to get into there. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So now's the time, gentlemen and ladies, because everyone can have this problem. If you are losing your hair, maybe you're embarrassed to go to the doctor about it to begin with, which you shouldn't be because it happens to everyone, but... 
more so than that, at this particular point in time, uh, your regular doctor can't even probably see you right now if it's not for an emergency. No doctors are in. You're sitting on your couch. There's no better time to try Keeps. Keeps offers the generic treatment plans for the two FDA-approved hair loss treatments, hair loss medications. So you're getting something that you know works, it's been approved by the FDA, and you're also getting the generic version, so you're going to save a ton. And here is the real, uh, it's going to sell the deal for you. You can do all of it without leaving your couch, which is where you are right now, because the government has forced you to stay indoors. All you got to do, you get to just take a couple pictures of your hair, you upload it online. Uh, it's reviewed by a, a doctor who will then recommend the right treatment uh, for you. And Sarah, yes, could Keeps help this part right here? You see this? We got to talk to him. Right here. We got to talk to him. Yako would never be a spokesperson we for Keeps. <laughs> no, I but, but I could be. I mean, this right here just really bothers me. We got to talk to him. We got to talk to him. We'll talk to him, Grant. Uh, <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. No, me. I love it. I love it. Uh, you got to go to Keeps. See, it's a, nor- it's a normal thing. It's a normal thing. People go through it. It's genetic. You can't do anything about it. There's no reason to be embarrassed. There's every reason to try Keeps. You got to go to keeps.com slash Y. We've got you, what is it, 50% off? Yeah, that's right. 50% off, half off your first order. It is keeps.com slash Y. 50% off your first order. Get your hair back and don't leave your couch. Keeps.com slash Y. Now, Grant, I think that you alluded to this earlier on in the program, but uh, yeah, Nancy <laughs> Nancy Pelosi, you know, the uh, the Paycheck Protection Fund uh, is about to run out of money, and the Senate had a chance to, uh, you know, try to get that under control. Republicans, um, Mitch McConnell, wanted to try to uh, to fix that so that we could have more money. What was it, two hundred fifty billion dollars that they wanted to vote on? Uh, well, Nancy Pelosi is very very pleased with the Senate Democrats for objecting to the small business relief because, again, Democrats hate America. Uh, Here is Nancy Pelosi congratulating Senate Democrats for objecting to providing relief to small uh, businesses in America. Watch. So last week when they came, they asked for a quarter of a trillion dollars in 48 hours. I said, well, I don't, I don't think so. Let's see how we can uh, open this up to many more people. So Chuck Schumer and I, and this all happened on the Senate side, and I congratulate the Senate Democrats. Uh, they went to the floor when Mitch McConnell went in for his 250, and they said they objected. I mean, this is not the first time that the Democrats have played with Americans. You know, they played with the original coronavirus relief bill. They, Nancy Pelosi, same tactic. She went back and they had this laundry list of, you know, agenda items that they wanted to throw into the bill. Uh, They did not make it about Americans and people who were hurting at that particular point in time. They, you know, they, they drug their feet. They took too long. And then all of a sudden they realized, oh, wait, the optics of this are really bad for us right now. Okay, I guess we'll go along with it. But here she is again, Grant, uh, you know, basically bragging about the fact that her people, uh, her Democrat leadership blocked Americans getting small business relief from the government, which, you know, this program, they're about to literally run out of money. So what I would like is for conservatives to take a step back and look at this and for liberals to take a step back and look at this. And if you look at this plan, 
This is a liberal plan, okay? I mean, if there's anything the Democrats are going to agree with is give a, a, a an economic, I call it a rescue package, not a stimulus package, which is why I find myself getting on board with it, right. where I would normally have a hard time with this, and I still have some reservations about the amount of money. But look, Democrats don't have any reservations about spending government money. Come on. This proves to me that all they want to do is hurt the president, and they don't care about hurting all of you at home in the process. They don't care about the everyday American. They care about slamming President Trump and every single person that voted for him, and they don't care who they roll over, like a steam train, uh, to get to that prospect. And this is proof. It's despicable. She's willing to send plenty of money overseas to organizations that do not deserve it, yet she can't put it in American hands. Yeah, look. There's a saying in Africa that the evil will eat their young, right? This is what you're seeing. They will hurt their own constituents. They will literally cause collateral damage to American families who are really struggling right now. Who this package is for, and by the way, it ultimately falls back on the taxpayer. Who is going to pay for this in the future again, right? And it's from taxpayer money. They will hurt Americans for their own agenda. They don't care about America this country or the people in it. They care about staying in office, mm-hmm. pushing paper in their agenda, and controlling people. They want to grow government. And you're right. They'll spend 5x that, right? But it's not about the people. Right. And because it's about the people right now, it's about really helping the people. They look right past that. And just to highlight uh, just how completely out of touch they are, with the American people. Nancy Pelosi on the Late Late Show with James Corden. I guess she was asked to do a show and tell of things in her house. And she did this, what she thought was a cute little video that she actually put on her social media page and uh, said that she was just showing James Corden what helps her get through these trying times and, uh, you know, proceeded to show off her luxury refrigerator and freezer full of uh, gourmet ice cream. Here's what that looked like. And this is this is something you can get through the mail. OK, run out. Now show me. Yeah, absolutely. This is the episode of Cribs. I never knew I needed. Oh, my God. Wow. Other people in our family go for some other flavors, but chocolate, and then we have some other chocolate here. (laughs) I've always felt a connection with you, and now I understand why. We just got to restock the ice cream uh, right for Easter Sunday because we were, shall we say, enjoying. I don't know what I would have done if ice cream were not invented. I don't know what would make you more relatable to the American people during an economic shutdown than sitting in between your two luxury refrigerators, which I believe both cost about $11,000 each. So you're sitting in between $22,000 worth of refrigerators with a sweater tied around your neck talking about the gourmet ice cream that you keep stocked in your freezer. If that doesn't speak to the American people, I don't know what does, Grant. <laughs> so this shows you how out of touch with America Nancy Pelosi and the rest of her cronies are. So yeah, you're right. Those two refrigerators are they're gorgeous, but they're awful expensive and most Americans don't have those. 
my guess is she probably bought stock in Jenny's ice cream before she did this so she can profit off of that because that seems to be her M.O. And I'm sure the reason she's eating ice cream is because the fake teeth, she can't handle anything hard. <laughs> so that's about all she can eat is ice cream and, and, uh, and milkshakes. Look, I'm, I'm, reflecting, <laughs> I'm, I'm reflecting on something. I'm all about, I'm a capitalist. You want to have big, big, big refrigerators to do it. But to show that you're out of touch, I tweeted this morning, she's out of touch. Makes me think of something. There was a rally when President Trump was, was running. Don Jr. walks into a farm barn. This farmer gave his barn for this rally. They held it, right? And Don walks up and he says, and he calls out the tractors by name and the tractors capacity. And the farmer's like, I, I had no idea you knew about tractors. And, and this is fact. Mm-hmm. And, and Don looks at him and goes, yeah, we're blue collar people. Mm. Now take that. You think this girl can go talk to a farmer about his, you know, John Deere and, and the weight capacity and what tiller he's using. No, there's a reason that man is in the White House. He certainly America relates connected with him. He, he certainly relates to blue collar people. I'm not really sure I call Trump and Don Jr. I'm blue not collar, they're well, blue but, collar, but, they, but right. they relate. When he says blue collar people, he means they're they for are. the blue collar people. And, and not only that, but regardless of whether you're rich the or heart not, and the attitude and 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 also how you're raised, right? Like if he was raised around farms and tilling, and he was raised around hunting, you know, obviously construction sites. Right. You can be, you know, maybe a rich, spoiled kid and still get that experience to where you understand the blue collar worker to a degree. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. Of course you can. And especially if you care about people, you're interested in people's stories and you want to learn about people. You know, we were driving over here. My fiance sitting backstage watching this program. and She she asked me and turned to me. She goes, what are people doing? that don't have a job? What are the hourly employees doing? And when you really sit back and contemplate that, mm-hmm. I don't know what you do. And maybe I'm out of touch with America because uh-huh. I sit here and I think, boy, I had men that worked for me that don't have credit cards. Yeah. What are they doing two, three weeks into this that we're living paycheck to paycheck? That's in another business. They don't work for me now. Thankfully, all my guys are still working. God, God bless them for driving. They drive trucks. But if you're a restaurant worker, if, if you work in an auto care business, if you work, you know, stock in, stock in a warehouse someplace, what do you do? You're, and you no. certainly do not sit in your fancy-ass kitchen, by your fancy-ass refrigerators, by your fancy-ass ice cream, gloating about what a great time you're having on your mansion on the water someplace. Yeah. That's not what they're doing. Yeah, and, and look, again, you have all the ice cream you want, but to, in that moment, to pick that moment to show that, right? I, way better is saying, hey, this is family time. We're spending time with family. Here's my family or whatever. Here's I, my, I, here's my, my digital picture frame exactly. that we, you know, look at pictures of our family that we're missing right now if we can't see them. I mean, yes. there are plenty of yes. other yeah. values you could have purported rather than just look at my fancy ice cream. Right. <laughs> it's, the shallow, it's the shallow thinking, right? But I'll tell you what they're doing, those families. They're pulling together. That's the story we need to be telling here because America's going to pull through this. Mm-hmm. Right? We're going to pull through this. And the story at the backside of this thing is the heartland of America is families in crisis pulling together. Because mm-hmm. I know this, because I know families whose kids are, are hourly wage workers, seven, eight, nine dollars an hour, and they've got nothing. And families are saying, We're sending you food, we're pulling together. 
We're not sparing any resource. We're going to pull through together. That's America. Mm -hmm. And that's not America. That's out of touch. Uh, When we come back, New Jersey governor is confronted on violating the Bill of Rights by banning religious services. You are not going to believe what he had the audacity to say on that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bambi. Now, that is spelled B-A-M-B-E-E because they fancy like that. Uh, Bambi is designed specifically for small businesses. So especially if you are a small business owner, you're a small business uh, executive, you want to listen to this right now. I know you guys are hurting, okay? I know you guys are trying to figure out how to adjust, how to keep your profits the way that they are, how to keep your margins the way that they are. Um, One huge, huge way that you can do this is by looking at Bambi to handle your HR. Now, um, Bambi is a service that they give you a dedicated HR manager, they craft your HR policy, they maintain your compliance, and they do it all for $99 a month. HR managers are really, really expensive for small businesses. Um, And if you don't have an HR manager, you have no idea what kind of lawsuits you're setting yourself up for by not knowing uh, you know, HR laws. Maybe you're not handling insurance correctly. You don't want a terminated employee to come back and try you know, to, uh, to get retribution for that. Bambi has got you covered. Again, it's $99 a month. It's well worth it if you are a small business. It is well worth the investment. Uh, you can go to Bambi.com slash slash matters. There it is. Bambi.com slash matters to schedule your free HR audit. It is month to month when you sign up with them. There's no hidden fees. You can cancel at any time. They are not going to lock you anything into anything. It is worth going there. B-A-M-B-E-E.com slash matters. Schedule your free HR audit now. Like many states, obviously, New Jersey has, uh, they've mandated closure of businesses, organizations, uh, anything that is deemed non-essential by your government overlords has been shut down. Uh, And he was confronted by Tucker Carlson on Fox News specifically for, you know, all of that, but also for banning uh, religious services. Here is a little bit of what uh, Governor Phil Murphy had to say about his executive order. And I just want to warn you, I just want to preface this with you really need to be sitting down for this. If you have high blood pressure, I really hope that you have taken your medication today. Watch. By what authority did you nullify the Bill of Rights in issuing this order? How do you have the power yeah, to we do were, that? That's above my pay grade, Tucker. So I wasn't, uh, I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. We went to all, first of all, we looked at the data well, and tell. the science, and it says pe- <laughs> people have to stay away from each other. Uh, that's the best thing we could do to break the back of the curve of this virus that leads to lower hospitalizations and ultimately fatalities. And, and I'm, not, I'm not contesting that, it, though. I think it's I do I, I do think there's a debate. This is a, a rolling a rolling conversation because we're learning new things every day, and nothing is settled at this no, point. Understood. But I do want since you are since you are a, an elected official, a leader in the government, an executive. How do you have the authority to order something that so clearly? contravenes the Bill of Rights of the United States, the U.S. Constitution. Where do you get the authority to do that? Well, here's here's the thing. We know we need to stay away from each other, number one. Number two, we do have broad authority within the state. And number three, we would never do that without coordinating, discussing, and, and hashing it out with the leaders, the, the, the variety of the leaders of the faiths in New Jersey. 
My head's going to explode. My head is going to explode. Grant, what is going on? This is not America. Can you imagine the governor of New Jersey? I don't care that it's a liberal state. Chris Christie was in there before. I mean, it's, it, it, it was a time when New Jersey at least had a little bit of common sense. Yeah. They elect this guy into office. He's an elected leader, puts his hand on, who knows if he uses a Bible or not, but takes an oath yeah. to uphold yeah. the Constitution of the United States, and he says it's above his pay grade. I promise you, the high school intern in his office is above his pay grade. <laughs> he is a non-essential employee yes. in, in, the, in the state government yes. of New Jersey. Yes. That guy has trampled the Second Amendment. He now tramples the First Amendment. He tramples everything about the Bill of Rights, and now it becomes clear. He knows nothing about the Bill of Rights. He doesn't respect it. He, he, I'm sure he's never read it. He doesn't understand what it means for all of us and our freedoms that we hold so dearly in this country. These are values America was built on. And you look in the camera, that governor, and tells us that it's above his pay grade. I wasn't thinking about the Bill of Rights. Well, I don't know why the people in New Jersey thought about voting for him. Well, the Bill of Rights does what? Protects the people. You don't think of the Bill of Rights, you're not thinking of the people. It doesn't matter. Again, I'll get back. The people don't matter. The laws don't matter. This is, this is why across the water, Cuomo saying no police. They don't care. This, this guy, no. If he read the Bill of Rights, he probably couldn't understand it. No. Right? Now my probably, head's going to explode. He, 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 he <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I, I, mean, mean I kind of did that on purpose for the yeah, ratings. Yeah, yeah. But what does it say about those who <laughs> vote him into office, though? This is why we can't just cast a vote like it's just something you just walk down the park Rem and do today. I remember mean, what I said. Blind, liberal zombies. Mm. That's what these voters are. Well, it, and, but it's not just liberals. At this point in time, there are mm. even some Republicans who are doing the same thing, like what's going on in Maryland. The mm. Maryland governor is a Republican, and he's issued an executive order demanding that citizens wear face coverings while in public. Anyone who is not wearing a face covering or a mask uh, could be subject to imprisonment or a $5,000 fine or both. Hello, China. Hello, China. Now you got now you got conservatives buying into some socialist. I don't risk. think the governor of Maryland's a conservative personally. No. He may be a Republican in name, but well, well, then no Republican should. conservative offers up an order like this to literally tell me how I should be living my life. If you want to wear a mask, go out and wear a mask. Sure. Have at it. I'm all sure. I'm all for you wearing a mask. Sure. I don't really feel like wearing a mask, and I'm certainly not wearing a mask in my car. I watch people driving around wearing a mask in their car. I watch people walking through my neighborhood wearing a mask. I mean, they think they're flying around the air, this coronavirus? They do. No, they do. They do. They're idiots. No, they do. This but is insane. This whole thing look, is insane. Look, I'll tell you this. There's so much going on. If you contract the virus, you can contract it through your eyes, people. Okay? I studied. Go talk to the well, doctors. So, so, okay? go, so just go to the grocery store and close your eyes close the whole time? Eyes. You know, this is, this is insane. <laughs> this is, and they'll go there. They'll go, you know what? We've got to blindfold everybody. Yeah. We got a blindfold. Do you but think then you're reaching around, touching everyone, trying to find your I way. Oh my gosh! I Come made on. a prediction. I think what's happening is you're seeing conservatives are the ones not wearing the masks, and the liberals, the ones who are scared of their own shadows, are all wearing masks. It's easy masks. to see, actually. It's easy to see. It yeah. absolutely is yeah. easy to see. A stark contrast. An idiot in the car. If you're the idiot in the car wearing your mask, <laughs> I'm like, this. It's game over for America. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I can't speak for the people in the cars, but I do know. I mean, I, I have seen. I've talked to a lot of people, and there are a lot more conservatives than you would think wearing the mask who, absolutely or, or are at least in very much in favor of it no, but Look, that's, if, if but that's mainstream the, media they are buying and you watch too much even fox mm -hmm. you watch too much mainstream media and you're completely programmed 
back away, back away from the television. Look, right? my father's 70 something years old. He's going through some cancer treatments. God bless him. I think he's going to beat his prostate cancer. So he's, he's, his immune system is weakened. Yes. He's 70 something years old. You want to go to the grocery store wearing a mask. I understand why you're right, wearing of a mask. Right. Of course. Of you course. know, uh, I mean, I look at 19 year olds but with the freaking Bernie exactly. sign, the Bernie sign on their car, walking into Whole Foods, wearing a mask. He looks like he's going into a freaking chemical zone. Well, <laughs> and, well, and, 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 and as like Yaku, a balaclava. <laughs> as, Yaku, as you just pointed out, it's it's not it's not whether or not you choose to wear the mask, that's the whole point, is that you have the choice. It's a choice. Right? It, it shouldn't be the government forcing you to exactly. cover your face in public because everyone is scared of a virus. Exactly. That's what it comes down to. Uh, all right, when we come back, Joe Biden at it again. Uh, he held a coronavirus town hall, and he just he can't seem to just, like, form sentences. We'll get into that when we return. Joe Biden, he uh, he had another town hall event uh, from his home. Now, this was he kind of was making the rounds on the cable news networks as well. Uh, and he had a moment. He had a Joe Biden moment once again uh, talking on MSNBC. I, I don't know what he was trying to say. I'll see if you guys can try to make it out. Let's watch Joe Biden try to formulate a sentence. We got to It's just. Yeah. But you gotta, I mean, the, we gotta reassure, look, my, my message to everybody I talk to. <laughs> Have you ever had a dream that, yeah. that you, um, you That's had, you, 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 you want, you, you could do so, you, you do, you could, you, you want, you want him to do you so much you could do anything? <laughs> Aw, good job, Joe. You finally got it out there, buddy. Uh, I think my favorite part of that clip is that he has said, like, two words that don't go together and make sense, and Jill's over there like, yes. What are you saying yes about? He didn't say anything. He just was like, yes. Who do you feel worse for, Jill or Joe? Joe. Because yeah. Jill is because Jill is it's letting abuse. him do it. It's if, abuse. It is, and if it's you abuse. love if you love your husband, you do not let it's him abuse. stand out no. on national television like that and look like, like that. that. You, you let him live him out his golden years yes. and retire. Get a cane and a rocking chair. And yeah, poor Joe, he doesn't know what's going on. Grant, he doesn't understand what's going on. Look at that, Grant. So, uh, Grant. Hey, listen, brother. Let me let me look you in the eye. That man's gonna run for president. <laughs> He is. He is. It's oh not he's going to run. He's this show he is been, running. He this is has been a rough Democrat show for me. Nominee. This has been a rough show for me. I, I, We're just trying to set Grant and, off. And so, so, you know, my mother says if you're not going to say anything nice about somebody, don't say it at all. Well, I'd be broke if that was the case because I've made my living saying mean things about people. But here, I'm, I'm not even going to say this jokingly, even yeah. though it, it shouldn't even make me laugh. I'm actually worried about Joe Biden. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm yeah. worried about the guy. Like, that, of first off, and I'm worried about our nation. If, if he becomes president, they make jokes about, like, being senile and going into office. He will have his hand on the football. Mm -hmm. He will be making big decisions if he's commander-in-chief. That does not seem like a man, I mean, if you roll it again, I don't know if they have the ability to, but th that does not seem like a man who can make decisions. Yeah, let, let's watch that one more time. We got to, it's just, yeah. 
But you gotta, I mean, the, yeah. mm-hmm. we gotta reassure, look, my, my message to everybody I talk to. And, and Yaku, I, I want to get your thoughts, but I do want to play this, one of my other favorite ones that happened during his coronavirus town hall. Joe's telling this story and he gets to like the big part of the story and then just totally forgets what he's saying and doesn't say it. Watch. I sat with a guy yesterday on, on a telephone. And he's telling me, he said, I don't know. He said, look, I, 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 I worked at the hospital. And he said, then I, I got I got myself in a position where I got the virus. So they quarantined me and and they put me in the hospital and I made it out. And so I'm out. But they don't want me with my family. I'm on the third floor. I spent 15 minutes on the phone with them saying, he said, I have a three-year-old and a four-year-old. And they come to the door outside and they just knock on the door and say, Daddy, Daddy, can I see you, Daddy? Can I see you, Daddy? So we spent time going through it. I used to do with my kids when they were little and I couldn't see them. And we'd play games. I said, knock, make up a game. Knock, knock on the door and say, this is, you know, practical things. The guy's scared to death. <laughs> and he's, he's worried about his children. He's worried about his wife. I mean, these are practical things. And the president talks about this like, okay, it's going to be okay. We're going to open tomorrow. We're going to do this. I mean, it's no. just, I must tell you. It drives me crazy. That's a short trip, Joe. Notice the only sentence he put together was actually quoting the president. It's going to be okay. He was fine saying that, quoting the president. He can't put his own quote together. I mean, I want to know what he played with his kids. He led all up to the game that I used to play with my kids to where I knock, knock, and it'd make, (laughs) you know, so anyway. The the point, (laughs) what is the point that he wanted to make? Is the point that he wanted to make that the president of the United States should take the 30 minutes in front of the public and talk about a kid knocking on a door? (laughs) What are we talking about here, man? Come on. They need to help this man. This man needs help. He says it drives me crazy. Joe, you are. (laughs) You are. No, it's no. Come on. And and he's why. Is it bad of me to call bogus on this too? Like the the kids in the hospital, the three and five year old. What parents bringing their three and five year old into a hospital today with coronavirus yeah. floating all around? You he think may the have, kids are really in the hospital? Even if it was true, I'll tell you what oh, part of it, it is. Not, I, I think, but I'll tell you what part of it is well, not who knew? true. Joe Biden does not last on the phone for fifteen minutes. There's no way that that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, he, he can't do a ninety second TV hit. Look, he is he not said, lasting on the phone. He said the guy's on the third floor, so maybe it's not home. Oh, that's true. But here's the deal, though. Here's the deal. Think about this: the party. The party, are they're championing this guy. Yeah. Why? Because the deep state knows. They know very well. If he does get in that White House, they're running the show. Yeah, they're running the show. Mm-hmm. They are running the show. Yeah. Okay? Well, He's just so happy to be there. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. And it will be interesting. Uh, you know, we got to go to break. But it will be interesting to see who he picks as his vice president. Because I think that's secretly what everyone will be looking at. Because they know Joe's not going to be president for very much longer uh, if he actually gets that position vice president would come into play all right we got to take a break we'll be back guys i got i got a call this morning family member calls me all right yesterday's poll uh what concerns you more Uh, The options were the coronavirus or an economic collapse. If we could get those results on the screen, because I can't see. There it is. 84%. 94%. 94%, Thank you. An economic collapse. 6%. 
the coronavirus. See that? That you know what? You I'm glad. I am glad to see that. And I'm America really spoke glad to see that. Again. Yeah. That's well, because if, if you listen to the mainstream media, all you're hearing is that you can't leave your house until 2022 because <laughs> you might die. You're gonna fall over. <laughs> yeah. You know what concerns me the most? Tell me. I need to practice social distancing for my Tito's vodka. That's what concerns me the, me the most right now. We'll just be like, just be like me, Grant, and get knocked you're up. To stay warm. Oh. <laughs> then you're, then you're really. I mean, I'm like, I can't even tell you how horrible it is to be pregnant during this whole thing. <laughs> All I want to do is drink my wine. Oh. I can't do it. I'm homeschooling my son. I'm making it up like, for you, Sarah. I'm making it up for <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Someone needs to. You're doing a great job. Someone really, really needs to. Uh, all right. Today's poll. Let's see. Who should decide when quarantines should be lifted? President Trump or state governors? Mm, I think this goes back to the, the, the feud with President Trump and the mainstream media, the comments that he made. Grant, what do you think? Um, what was the question? <laughs> Who should decide when quarantines should be lifted, President Trump or state governors? Go. Governors. Let, let the local state decide. Yeah. All right, there you go. With the help Heard from, it from us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.